Happy Friday, everyone. Hi, guys. Welcome to Talk Time with Tom and Tina. <laughs> we uh, we had some really good feedback on the back of last week's um, chat time, so yeah. we thought we would keep it up. This time, we're going to make it a little bit longer, but provide you with some practical advice um, around... Um, how you can help yourself in the rising interest rate environment. It's on everybody's lips at the moment. Um, every time we go out and see a bank, client, um, refer a partner, anyone, it's all about interest rates. Um, yeah, we've been talking to a lot of people this week. Uh, we've been talking to the banks, we've been talking to a lot of clients, we've been talking, we've been out at offices to speaking to people on the ground in different professions. Uh, a lot of people asking about this week's rate rise, 0.25% increase from the RBA. Yep. Um, the governor brought out some... Um, sort of some scripting, some wording afterwards about how he thought that there might be another one or another two interest rate rises um, before there's a pause. Uh, in the US, there's some alternative wording coming out of the Federal Reserve where they're actually in a different bit of a cycle and the rates are going up much faster. But um, here, it's not looking like that's going to be the case. Yeah, and that's because all, all those interest rate rises, they are actually impacting people and they have less cash in their bank um, and uh, are simply not spending as much and that's filtering through to inflation whereas when you look overseas you'll see that the majority of interest rates are fixed which means mm. that those raising of interest rates just fixed much longer too yeah which just doesn't have that same flow on effect mm, that's right. um, so we're going to talk through what you can do if you can't afford your repayments um, some really practical pointers to help you with that mm. But also, if you're still in a low fixed rate environment and you've got another 12 months, maybe another two years or even three years to run, what you can do now to help ease that pain, that um, the inevitable when it eventually um, comes through. Yeah, one of the most um, immediate impacts you can have is calling your broker and um, working with them to renegotiate the interest rate on your current loan. Um, and it's something that um, the broker will do by creating competition with the different banks. Sometimes if you don't have a broker, you, you, know, you can still call the bank and ask them to you know, lower your interest rate as well, but you might not know exactly where the market is. Um, you'll still get a result though, but in most cases, it's it's the broker that can get you the absolutely best interest rate. Um, if they if the bank comes back to you, the bank that you're with, and they say, look, we're not able to come to the party right now, that's when you work with the broker and simply move to another bank who will. Absolutely. And that's it, because if they're not giving you what they'll give a new client, mm. if there's no sense of loyalty there, then there's a very simple answer, mm. and that's leave. Yeah, that's right. A lot of new banks will provide sign-on bonuses as well to cover the costs of moving yeah. um, as an incentive to move over to a new bank as well. These these payments are huge. They can be up to 10000 at the moment with different banks, but most are around four or five, sort of that area. Yeah. Um, the second thing that I would strongly suggest doing is to consolidate debts. So if you're fortunate to have enough equity in your property, which means that you have a loan that's, say, under 80% of the value of the property, um, then if you have credit card debts, personal loans, car loans, any afterpay, we all know that those small unsecured loans attract a higher interest rate than what you would on your home loan. So there's potential for you to look at consolidating all of those loans into one loan secured against your home. Mm. Now that has two benefits. The repayment on those loans will be lower than what they currently are, but also more of the repayment that you're paying will be towards the principal on those loans so that instead of paying a 20% interest rate on a credit card and not actually paying down the debt, you're seeing that debt come down. Also having one repayment is just easier from a management perspective and then you're less likely to miss any repayments, which we all know missing a repayment can really hurt your credit um, score and make it harder for you to ever get a loan or refinance in the future. Yeah, reviewing the budget helps too. So this is something that a lot of my clients are doing now. They're getting prepared for higher 
interest rates and they're looking at their cash flow. And a couple of things that um, I've seen really commonly in that regard is cancelling subscriptions. Um, we've had clients that are selling a second car, selling all the car, like they don't need a car at all, um, can be one of the highest expenses on the household budget. Um, and they're also going through and they're looking at things like taking lunch into work. So a, lot of, a couple of little things like that can make a big difference, especially mm. when you combine them with all the different points here that we're going to mention today. Yeah, I've had other clients that are looking at taking a second income. Yeah. Um, doing that side hustle um, and exploring it. They never never thought they'd do it. And then now they're, they're kind of doing it and really, mm. really happy with how it's going. Mm. Um, reducing your discretionary spending is probably the biggest. Yeah. And at the end of the day, that is the whole point of these interest rate rises. Mm. The, the interest rate rise means less cash in your pocket, less spending, and then we see inflation come down. Mm. So the less spending you do, the sooner we'll get to that point where we don't need to keep seeing interest rates go up. Yeah. Um, my key point, and it's a little bit of a contentious one, but aside from refinancing to a lower interest rate, extending your loan term. And the reason I say it's contentious is because the reality is by extending your loan term, say from a 20-year loan term to a 30-year loan term, means that over the life of your loan, you are going to pay more interest than you would have if you didn't make that loan extension. Mm. But the, the reason why I, I do believe that it can be suitable in certain circumstances is if you simply can't afford to make the repayment over 20 years and have to sell your house and go and rent, surely paying more interest over the life of your loan but owning a home and getting to a position where you have a very small mortgage at retirement is a better option than... Or no mortgage. No mortgage, no home. Mm. And the thing is, if you're older than 40 years of age, and let's say you plan to retire at 70, if you do have a residual debt, then your broker, your bank, they're going to want to understand how you intend to clear that, that debt at the end of that period. And your answer might be your superannuation balance. It could be that you plan to downsize from your, you know, your home into an apartment or leave a, a city and move into a regional area where property prices are cheaper. So as long as that all makes sense, then extending your loan term can be one of the single biggest things combined with a lower interest rate to help you get your loan repaid um, and, and, and hold on basically mm. in a time when we've got interest rates higher than what we expected them to be. Yeah, you would have seen in the media at the moment that a lot of fixed rates are rolling off onto a more variable style of product this year. Um, a lot of our clients are calling us and asking, how do we get ready for that? Um, there's a few different things you can do. Um, obviously, these interest rates, they're 2%, sub 2%. They're going from that to about 5 6%. It could be higher, obviously, than that with the future rate rises as well. Um, there's a couple of things you can do. The first is sort of understand what those repayments are going to be. So chat to your broker, understand what the repayment is going to be at the higher interest rate. Start setting aside extra income now. That's sort of in, in, in sort of conjunction with these other points we're saying about budgeting and things like that. Um, so you can say, okay, now we can start actually making that repayment what we're expecting it to be so we can actually get used to it before it actually happens. Yeah. Um, building up the offset account, yep. increasing your cash buffer, your contingency, making sure you've got funds there for a rainy day. Uh, and so um, you're able to go from this you know, much lower payment to a much higher payment and make it as easy as possible. It's not going to be you know, smooth sailing, but it's something where um, you know, it's going to happen. So you want to get ready for it. Great. Yeah. I guess you're saying don't put your head in the sand because it's going to happen. Mm. So be prepared for it. But probably the biggest thing is if you know that you've done everything and you can afford this 6% repayment when it's going to happen, then making that repayment now removes that anxiety every time you pick up the paper and hear about another rate rise. Mm, um, right. So yeah, really good point, Tom. Mm. Um, so I'm going to talk about the hard topic here, but what if you do all these things, but you still can't make ends meet 
and it's the reality because we've seen petrol prices go up we've seen food prices go up um you know it's it's just it's a fact um so what if you don't qualify for a refinance to lower your interest rate the reality is and a lot of people don't know this um many did discover it through the pandemic but every lender has what's called a hardship team so mm. under the national consumer credit policy they are required to work with their clients to provide some sort of um, hardship support for a period of time. Now, typically this may be a six month period. You may potentially get an interest only period for that. And you certainly have to show the lender that you don't have, that you actually genuinely are in hardship. Mm. But it's something to just bear in mind that if you do get to that point where you just really can't work through it yourself. Um, probably the final point is, you know, interest rates are we believe nearing that top end um, and a lot of economists are predicting that rates are going to come down depending on who you talk to that's the end of the year others are saying middle of next year um, one crazy economist that we know keeps saying oh by november it'll happen because you know uh, we're going to start to see um, you know recession levels that kind of thing so knowing that if you can make some concessions in your budget and hold on um, then that is, I guess, my, my biggest sort of advice to you, you know, some small sacrifices now so that you don't have to put your property on the market and sell. Mm, that's right. Okay. So there are key points. Um, been great chatting to you today. Reach out if you have any questions, of course, if we can help you at all with any refinances, um, or even if you just want help looking at your budget, um, that's what we're here for. Um, yeah, reach out and have a great weekend. Thanks guys.